0: If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share, so we can find others like yourself. Welcome to the Bitcoin Basics Podcast with your hosts, Faris and Gordon from CoinCompass.com, enabling you to safely buy and securely store your Bitcoins. All resources are in the show notes and description, including our disclaimer. Visit BitcoinBasicsPodcast.com to subscribe and discover other free content. For anyone listening, this episode is visually intensive, so visit our YouTube channel coincompass.com slash YouTube to follow along. We use TradingView for all our charts and you can sign up for a free account at coincompass.com slash tradingview. Hello everyone and thank you for joining us for another episode of Bitcoin and Markets. Uh, So we're going to do a whip around some markets today. It is Sunday, the 11th of October, and it is just past 7.07 p.m. UTC time. So what we're gonna look at today, and we haven't done one of these in a while, and our apologies, it's just due to personal situations, moving house and everything. Um, What did we do in our last episode? So we decided that it was not a trader's market. Now this is going back probably about eight weeks now. And we thought it was a good opportunity to accumulate gold and Bitcoin. Um, we will see how those paid out, uh, gold and Bitcoin. We will look at those today. Um, we're also going to look at the uh, SP 500, the Nasdaq, the VIX, and silver. Oh, and to add in there, I am also going to look at U.S. thirty-year Treasury yields. So I want to start with Bitcoin, and this is a weekly time frame. And what I really like here, and if you've been listening to me, I've actually been, I have been concerned about the price of Bitcoin for some time now. Um, I'll go into that for a while, Um, simply because I still think it's a misunderstood asset class and you've just got a lot of day traders who have been trading Bitcoin without really comprehending the value that it offers. So if we look at um one thing that bitcoin has done is it's actually been tracking the equities. So if you look at this red line that I've just introduced, now that's the Nasdaq 100 and to a T that is tracking exactly what bitcoin's doing. So that's my concern here is that bitcoin has basically been um just copying risk on assets. Um so if they correct, then will Bitcoin correct with them? That seems to be the prevailing um, correlation at the moment. However, the charts are chart. So one thing I do like here is we've got this huge inverse head and shoulders. So we bottomed, potentially bottomed here at 3600. And then we now have these two shoulders on the left and on the right there. So shoulder one over in here and shoulder two over in here. And this same line is around $12,400 on uh, Bitstamp. So if we break through 12,400, we hold above that, then yes, we can start testing these previous highs at 1,400 and then at 20,000, 14,000, sorry, and 20,000. So the chart's the chart. What's the chart telling me? We do have this nice inverse head and shoulder in play. And if we break through this yellow line here, guys, at 12,500, we are potentially looking at the beginning of a very nice big bull market for bitcoin only a caveat there is i'm just concerned about the correlation with risk assets so let's have a look at those risk assets so this was the s p 500 i was looking at this chart personally a few weeks ago and we were looking at maybe this huge megaphone trend so a megaphone trend Higher highs, higher lows, which we've seen here. Again, this is a weekly chart on the S P and 500 and lower lows. So this megaphone is an indecision market. We don't know which way we really wanna go. Um, what I really liked here is this indicator actually came in really handy. This is when we followed a tone vase indicator. Um, we at Coin Compass have done tone vases workshop and it's really useful. And we saw this top on a nine reversal. So nine signify a reversal, an exhaustion and trend. And that definitely was the top there. And it actually came in line with this megaphone pattern as well. We then had this correction from 3,600 to 3,200. And it looks like we're reversing back up. Now, if we go above 3,600 again, then you can argue and close above it. You can argue this megaphone pattern here is... um, is dead in the water so unless we're forming a bigger one but yeah that's we'll look at some macroeconomic issues later but the chart right here now is just saying yeah this is a really volatile market and looking at the vix in our videos for a long time here we basically said yeah, we're expecting this gap to fill personally i was really hoping the top of that megaphone pattern would have coincided with this gap being filled here in the VIX. Um, But that didn't happen. So potentially, we're still chasing gaps. And chasing gaps is um, an opinion. It's not a fact. It's not even a theory. It's just um, a self-fulfilling prophecy, if anything. So same thing with the NDX. We saw this. This is a NASDAQ. We just saw this wedge forming in here. And that just went exponential. And the RSI on this thing just kind of went a bit insane. So the RSI, relative strength in this, basically tells you just how exuberant a market is. And it just went too high too fast. So... This is one thing that we saw is, yeah, markets don't go up forever, they do reverse. I am surprised it didn't reverse more. I thought we'd at least retest the closer to 10,000. But it looks like we're still heading up higher. So yeah, there are you know maybe more upside going into this market, which is a bit insane, to be honest. Um, so let's look at gold. So gold formed this really nice, long range here from 2013 until this year, until last year when it broke out. Um, And they say the longer the base, the higher in space. So in this whole period, people were holding gold. And, you know, it didn't go up and down that much. So when you're looking at something you're holding on to for years and it's really not doing much, you're not losing money, but that's not what you're thinking. You're thinking of the opportunity cost. Like we just saw a chart of Bitcoin and NASDAQ. If you'd put a lot of money in gold in this period and you're watching everything else do really well, you're getting pretty frustrated. Um, however, it is gold and you do consider it an insurance hedge. So now that we've had this huge base in gold, it shot up. And another thing, it probably went up way too fast. Um, potentially, we it would be good to see some a bit more downside a um, bit more of a correction closer to 1700 just to just get that exuberance out but we it doesn't look like we have the last two weeks have been pretty strong and again this topped up on the tone vase nine so we saw that nine weekly indicator there that definitely was a top um, and yeah we're not yet heading higher but a break above 20, um, 2000 and i'd say we're heading higher so it would just be good for yeah this rsi here just to stabilize a little bit more. But it has turned up. It's turned up from a a medium-term level. But you can see here, the 9 there, the RSI, uh, 80, those were indications that it was just just got ahead of itself. Same thing with silver. Um, Silver had this really long base forming as well, broke out. And last week's candle, really, really strong candle so yeah it might be a bit too soon to get back into silver but um i mean we do have some nice bottoms here and your downside is not too far away at the bottom of this base i mean i don't see them revisiting these baselines so you know where your stop loss can be and again you're looking at a long-term scenario here like i'm talking a yearly time frame for gold and silver the other thing that i wanted to look at was a U.S. 30 year yield so So yields going down means bond prices are going up. And bonds have been in a bull market since 1986. And a lot of people are wondering if that bull market's come to an end. Um, Big picture, it's still in this channel. So yields going down basically means that if you're buying sovereign bonds, you get a a yield return. So it used to be 9%. Imagine that, you know, buy $100,000 worth of bonds and you're getting 9% yield. Um, Now, that yield has been coming down, coming down, coming down because people have just been buying bonds. So, look, some people are saying that this was the bottom here. Podcast I was listening to this weekend, people believe that was the absolute bottom right there where we just bounced off. Who knows? It could be that, again, went down way too quickly and we just need to consolidate. So uh, there are a lot of factors in macro markets at the moment we need to take into account. So U.S. elections are four weeks away. Um, the biggest concern is if as if what parties are saying at the moment, they might contest these elections in that no, regardless of which party wins, the other party will not concede. Uh, imagine this is what happened um, in 2000 between George W. Bush and uh, Al Gore. It went, ended up going to Supreme Court. Now, if we do that, we're in a time where we're already seeing uh, riots, protests, civil unrest in, in America. Who knows what that could do to the country? Uh, we saw President Trump contract COVID and really it did not affect the markets, barely at all. We're still in a global economic shutdown. Borders are not opening. Um, I was looking at a report saying borders might not open until March or April next year. And the other thing to consider is government stimulus. So when COVID happened, a lot of governments basically just, in essence, start handing out money giving people money because we live in a global consumer economy and people need money to spend. We didn't want them going bankrupt. We didn't want house foreclosures. We didn't want a global repeat of 2008 or 1929. But what happened when people got money is they're stuck at home, nothing to do. We all have good internet access these days. So we introduced a whole new series of day traders. And there's a couple of articles here basically saying everyone's a day trader. Um, And this is my concern is that yeah, trading's been made very easily, but it is very difficult to trade successfully and well. And with everyone just buying and saying, well, the government's basically A, it's you know, government's buying markets in some countries, governments are buying equities or ETFs directly. Uh Swiss National Bank, um basically they Swiss Reserve Bank, sorry, print money, buy shares in Apple. So when you got people making money and buying something, you, you just basically following their shadow it's like you know feeding off of the whale but what happens when things turn and this is my concern for bitcoin is if we've got all these day traders trading bitcoin like they're trading stocks they're not really understanding what bitcoin is and so we could if we do get a flush where let's just say and they're in negotiations now uh, trump and the democratic party are in negotiations to extend these government benefits well what happens if they don't What happens if that paycheck you get all of a sudden is not coming in? Well, you'll want to sell what you've been day trading. What happens when everyone sells at once? There's not enough buyers to pick up. That's when we could get a real flush in the system. So, and that's my only concern with Bitcoin, um, is that you've just got a lot of new people that are day trading it and not doing what we recommend, which is just buying incrementally and holding for the long term. So, looking at today's markets, um, yeah gold and silver look like really good setups. If Bitcoin does close above this neckline, then yes. but again, um, look you walk we're going into the election four weeks from now. there's going to potentially be a lot of volatility. I personally am not going to be putting in any new trades. I'm just going to wait and see what happens, and um, might not even start trading again until February of next year. So I hope this was beneficial. If there's any markets you want us to look at, please just uh, send us um, any queries. And thank you again for your time, everyone. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. Thanks for watching or listening. Please visit coincompass.com slash free to register to our socials and discover other free content. Subscribing, liking and following helps this content remain ad free. Until next time.